0: This is the Mandalorian's Explosion Network's Mandalorian After Show, where we're breaking down each and every episode of the original Disney Plus series. Of course, Season 2 is just around the corner, kicking off next week, and we're here to discuss the trailer for Season 2. My name's Don Blight, joining me this season, as he was last season, Ashley Holdley.
1: Hey, gentlemen, excited to be here to talk about... Yeetle every week.
0: Yeah, Yeetle. That's um everyone's just giving in. They gave him a name, the child. People some people still call him Baby Yoda. I should have brought it. I don't have it here for the video version of the show, but I brought a um the other week, I brought the black series The Child. Or as oh, I okay. when I ordered it from Amazon, I'm ordering my baby Yeetle, right? But yep. tiny little thing. But it's, it's, that's all I thought about when it arrived in the mail, and I, I unpacked it. And it said on the box, "The child." And I just wanted to get a sharpie and go, nah, "No, you get
1: <laughs> no, get out of here." Yeah. So buy a second one and then <laughs> change the and then deface the box.
0: <laughs> I could that that was only um fifteen dollars, cheap. That's not that's too bad. That's pretty cheap. For, yeah, actually.
1: Well, yeah. is it just baby? You're just it's it's, it's
0: Yedel and uh, Toad and something else. Like it's got a couple little bits of um. Yeah, so it's not it's like right.
1: as big as your a soccer or
0: no, 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 no it's, it's a tiny one, but um, but still, black series are usually expensive, but nonetheless, I, I not know if there's a more expensive one, um, I've seen some of those full size, digital, uh, like plushies and stuff. They're, they're like hundred dollars. something. Although, maybe, but, uh, but mm, maybe trophy dot com slash yeah, support. Uh, <laughs> get Dylan a <laughs> uh, baby eagle. Uh, all right. So, of course, the, this episode, we are just going to be discussing the main trailer, giving our overall thoughts and um, impressions of the trailer and what we think is going to be happening in season two. Just a little bit of a refresher before we come into uh, s- season two ch- this next Friday. So Well, this coming Friday. Oh, depends on when yeah. you watch this. I don't know. I, I may put this out today or tomorrow. Anyway, basically this Friday. Um, the the weird thing about c- referring to this as season two is one notable thing coming to the season is each chap each episode they're continuing like the chapters so like we're not we're not going season one episode one it's I think it's, it starts at chapter nine yeah so it's like chapter nine chapter ten it's, chapter it's like the good place yeah like they're they're not season one episode one they're just it's chapters going on so that's it's cool. Um all right so let's get into it before diving through and breaking down some little nitty bitty gr- gritty bits of the the trailer what was your overall thoughts on the the official trailer we're talking about the key official trailer here there has been like a 1 minute separate tra- of a trailer release there's been like a twitter video release with a little bit of new footage on it but they haven't released that much of promotional material really for this i suppose they, they don't really need to so they have one core yeah. trailer season 2 official trailer it's 1 minute 52 um what what do, what do you make of that one?
1: Uh really good. Obviously another look at the world and a lot there's a lot there, but also not a lot there. You know? Uh there's enough to get you enticed into what and theorising what potentially could be happening next this coming season. Uh, but also we've got no fucking idea what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh yeah, it's good to see a couple of familiar faces, obviously uh Cara Dune and Carl uh, Weathers is back as well. Yeah, it seems like he's going to be spending the season trying to find a home for Baby Yeetle, So, yeah. and guess, it doesn't go well.
0: <laughs> I guess the, the weird thing coming into this season is also the fact that you know last season they did s- such a good job with the marketing, of course, h- hiding Yetel and like what the core concept of the show was that. It's hard to trust the marketing for the show. You know what I mean? Like, mm. <laughs> like I'm, I'm watching the trailer, but knowing what we went through the first season, where they they literally gave us nothing. I'm like, how much is how much is are they really showing us now? Like, how how many more secrets? Of course, there's all the the rumors of you know Ahsoka showing up this season, uh, the continued rumors of Boba Fett showing up this season. You know, and if all of these things are big key episodes, the trailer really doesn't give you off. Like you don't even see in the trailer a single shot of Moff Gideon, who no. we know is after him. We know he's after um, the Mando, if it, or you want to call him Dinjaron if you want to. <laughs> I'm. I'm just getting, by the way, we're just continuing to call him the Mando. I'm not. No, I know we got yeah. his real name last episode, second last episode, but everyone's going to call him the Mando. So everyone's like, just we'll going to call him to the, the Mando. It's like, come on. Um, yes. But yeah, obviously, Moff Gideon. Is the key bad guy who the first season builds up, and at the end of the the first season's reveal, he has the Darksaber and everything. You'd think he would be at least shown once <laughs> in the trailer for the second season. I mean,
1: Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> is a very busy actor. Maybe he hadn't shot any scenes yet. He's <laughs> saving them all till the end of the, the shoot, so. It's
0: possible. Because he's, he's, he's not in this trailer, he's not in the, the other one minute trailer teaser, no. teaser thing. It's not in any of the Twitter little Twitter bits I've seen him put out with slightly different footage. Non existent. Although we know he's obviously still chasing him down. That's like the core. Um it's like He he's, he's the big bad. He's the big bad, yeah. At the moment. Exactly. So it's interesting that we don't we don't see anything of him at all. Um I do th- the, the overall trailer, I guess I remember the first time I watched it. But cool. Started for more, more Mando, yeah. obviously. But the the other takeaway, I guess, I got was that it seems we're going to more locations, or at least it feels like we're going to more locations. Mm. Like, the the show feels... It's not like the first season was contained to, like, one planet. We did have several planets, obviously, but it felt a lot... This season feels a lot... Well, we bigger. came back to Navarro a bunch of times. Yeah. Whereas this season, obviously, with the key setup being he he's literally traveling around the galaxy... Uh, looking for other Mandalorians or looking for Jedi which he's not gonna have much finding obviously we know that as an audience he doesn't know that as uh, the mando but given that he's gonna have to travel around a lot more it's like the show's gonna feel a lot more like a, a road movie I guess in that regard although potentially, it, yeah you have to you have to wonder how the they're going to spread the breadcrumbs now that he's got the, the hook in, you know, it's like find Jedi f- f- or find more Mandalorians that can help you find Jedi. But the key goal being to find Je- Jedi to deliver Yeetle to the Jedi. Cause that's his quote unquote people, you know, it's like such a big thing. Like as soon as you involve Jedi, I wonder how they're just going to spread the breadcrumbs and, um, cause, cause we know the episodes are still going to have that, um, not full monster of the week, but, you know, like there's going to be self-contained uh, plot elements and characters and, and, and whatnot on, on different episodes, especially if we're to believe the beliefs mm. and stuff about Ahsoka and whatever else. It's like, well, that's probably just going to be a one, o- one episode if that's true. If Boba Fett shows up, that's going to be a return trip to fucking Tatooine for some reason. But if I but again, I'm like, if we're going back to Tatooine, you better give, you better give me a, a a good damn reason as to as as to why we're going just back to sandhook, you know? um All right, so to break down some of the the, the key things, I did post a, an article when the the trailer dropped. Uh, so I'm just going to run through that. Of course, if you want to look at Explosion dot ExplosionNetwork.com or um, it's up on the video version if you're watching that. So that's helpful. Um, so. The trailer starts. We see the Mando and the child walking through into, into an unknown city under the cover of darkness. while we hear the voice of the Armorer for the first season repeating the speech she gave in the season finale. You must re- not, you reunite it with its own kind. This is the way. That was like a chill moment to the whole. I can't tell if they're playing into the meme or it's just, I mean, that's just the way. It,
1: I mean, that's the important catchphrase. from. It's me. the
0: important catchphrase, but I'm like, are they playing into the meme by making sure it's included in the opening yeah. of the trailer? I guess um so the rest of the trailer has lots of small shots that could be from the first episode for all we know but it does appear to be several different planets this includes a desert planet which i'll assume is Tatooine, since we've been there before and because tuscan raider is riding a Bantha, so yeah we do see that one shot tuscan Ra- raider on top of Bantha. now i'm not sold on this because of course the first season showed us um mental blanking on the fucking names but um the little uh, motherfuckers that steal his shit, right? So th- that wasn't on Tatooine, remember? The, uh, yeah. I'm, 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 Jawas. Jawas, yeah, I'm being a bad Star Wars fan. Um, but we sh- we <laughs> saw Jawas on, and everyone everyone at first thought that was going to be Tatooine because they're like, Jawas, Tatooine. They did something interesting, of course, in the first season where they're like, those Jawas had like different colored eyes or, you know, something that, oh, the twin sons maybe makes their eyes look different. I don't know. Anyway, that that first season showed us that Jawas aren't, um, only on Tatooine, which of course makes sense. But Tusken Raiders, as far as we've seen, are seen to be implied to be—I guess you could call it—like the the native native to Tatooine, right? Like the that seems to be where they're they're from. Not like a not like a, a traveling alien group that's on different planets and they set up on sand planets because they love sand planets. It seems like Tusken Raiders, like that's that's their home. Um, I mean, mm. there's a whole route you can go down that gets quite interesting, and I've seen people bring it up before to do with Star Wars, which is that if the Tusken Raiders are like the indigenous <laughs> group to Tatooine, really, <laughs> the fucking white guys living up in <laughs> living up in their their territory, <laughs> killing them when they uh, come to protect uh, protect their planet, you know. That's yeah, an interesting thought train to go down if you want to go down it, but nonetheless. So we we'll see you then, uh, and then we see an ice planet, little Yeetle sitting on a bunch of ice, looking very cute. Uh, that one, obviously though, the the key ice planet from Star Wars franchise is Hoth. Uh, I would find it very weird if we went to Hoth. That wouldn't really make much sense. Um, so I have cool cool two options are right here. A it's a planet where the Clone Wars animated series finished, and Mando is searching for signs of Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tana. So, in case you haven't watched the the, the Clone Wars, the season finale, the, the final episode, Ahsoka and Rex, they like crash on this planet, and she ends up dropping her lightsaber there, and the show skips ahead a bunch of time, and then it shows Vader arriving, and it's it's now covered in ice, that planet, mm. um, and he finds her, her lightsaber there. So... Could be a sign, especially if they like it could be a breadcrumb Because if if you need to hand the mando sees if you need to hand the mando breadcrumbs throughout the season for him to to find like at least every couple of episodes I feel like we need to have some sort of you know like here's a, another breadcrumb to lead him in the direction like I, it'd be really weird if the whole season he's just running around directionless you know, but him finding like a so- yeah. sokotano's lightsaber because someone gave word of like it being hidden out here, or you know, like I don't know, like, it, it, it could be a thing. And then, of course, with all the rumors of her being in the season, leads that could lead her him to to her. So that's yes. a thing. You know? uh, and then I put B. It holds a Kyber crystal cave, and he's looking for that and potential signs of Jedi inside. Uh, we do see the Mando walk inside an ice cave that looks like a lot like a crystal, a Kyber crystal cave. We've seen in Star Wars: later in the trailer. Which he does. There's a there's a shot of him like walking between these mm. and stuff. If you, if you've never seen a Kyber crystal cave in like the anime season or something, if you play Jedi Fallen Order, um, that game takes you to a, a good Kyber crystal ice cave in, in, in the game, and I feel like what they show a quick shot in the trailer does look like a what we've seen a couple times to be these Kyber crystal uh, caves, and that that would make sense, I guess. You know, like here's a rumor from someone don't know where any Jedi are but I know a bunch of them used to hang out at this one area or I know there's like a, a place of where they used to get their power from here You know, once again breadcrumbs need to give the Mando breadcrumbs to lead him to certain places and also I feel like another key point for this season that is easy to sort of dismiss I guess because it's, it's not easy to forget but I guess it's not on, on top of everyone's mind which is that we have Yeetle who obviously we know is Quite strong in the force, right? Yep, he's pretty unt- strong, pretty fucking strong. He's untrained and he has very strong abilities. Um, and I feel like it would be weird for the show to just never touch on the idea of him like tapping in or trying to hone that power. And of course, he's a he's a baby, quote unquote. You know, yeah. <laughs> like baby. So he's not going to get like tr- he's not going to meet like a or someone and suddenly get training. But yeah, you could take him to like spiritual Jedi places and have him connect with those places, which would be something that we haven't seen in live action styles before. We've seen sort of mm. more spirit, spiritual uh, Star Wars stuff done in the comics and books and mm. the, the animated shows, but we've never seen it done in live action. So that could be something new and fresh and a way to to touch on that side, which people, I feel like. Every time I see people online talking about this, a lot of people seem to forget that, you know, you've got this really untrained, but obviously quite powerful force user. Like, are we really not going to dive a bit deeper into that? Um, After these shots, we then see the Mando at some dock and even going on a boat ride. There's a lot of quarren on the docks. Shout-outs to them. Uh, In the same scene, because of a trick of editing, we see a hooded woman watching, presumably, the Mando and the Child. This woman has been confirmed to be WWE, wrestler Sasha Banks the internet has quickly grabbed onto the idea that she could be playing Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels when we last saw that character she was heading off with Ahsoka Tano also rumored for the season to search for Ezra Bridger a Jedi who disappeared with Grand Admiral Thorne uh so Mm. a how do you feel about Sasha Banks being this and b without having like watched other than the the few things I've like suggested you watch for Alderaan Explosion for Rebels how would you feel about her playing uh, Sabine Wren? Uh, it's
1: an interesting theory. I don't think she is going to be Sabine. Um, I, think I Obviously, she's a wrestler first and foremost. I don't think they would hand that role to someone who has done barely any acting previously. Um, that and the fact, she said on the most recent uh, New Day podcast, she got the role because she appeared on Hot Wings. That's where they saw her. Um, and that's like so I can't imagine they give her a massive role based on that one fact, one appearance on an interview TV an interview show. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh I feel like more likely she's some sort of shady character, probably someone working for Moth Gideon.
0: Well, she definitely looks shady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She she's a good heel, so I mean
0: what? have a player bad. Makes guys. sense.
1: It should be in the bad guy, yeah.
0: Um it's an interesting one because like it's, as to like would they have her place have been I would say obviously most likely not, but for, but I I wouldn't rule it out of them ever giving that role to someone just because they're not uh like a, a well known or highly trained actor. Especially if for all we know, someone like Sasha Banks or someone else who hasn't done much acting could come in and blow them away with an audition that we've never seen, you know? That's true. So but I mean you're probably right, like it is a big role, especially if the rumours of them like because c- the other key thing with all these rumours about Ahsoka plus Sabine being this, which I will say don't the, the reason I keep mentioning these as rumours is because they are rumors. But I'm also happy to mention them quite quite a lot because they are very uh, substantial rumors that several people have said they've got d- different reputable Star Wars leaking websites have noted separate sources several times. Like the the, the go is apparently Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka Tano. That that seems to be yeah. the the word on the street. Uh, to 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 a degree, it seems like an almost one of those. Things that's just not being revealed, but everyone seems to know, and everyone's just playing real coy around it, type thing. You know, like one of those yep. uh, secrets, which will be interesting. I, I personally, I'm not against it, but I'm not for it. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just, if if she is playing a I'm, I'm happy to be. I'm happy to watch it, but I, I can't. I struggle to picture. I don't know. Her, you know? Like yes. it's it's hard. Yeah. It's, a, it's a hard one. But then, like the, the other thing with if all this turns out to be true, if, if Ahsoka a and Sabine are in one episode, uh, which would make heaps of sense, a, a, as I say in the article, like it wouldn't. It makes less sense for a to show up, but it makes a lot of sense for Sabine to show up. You know, like Sabine is a Mandalorian. Mandalorian. She is a character created by Dave Filoni, who is of course a uh, co-executive Typical. of the show, and he's directing one episode once again of course this season and he's like heavily involved with uh crafting the show with john favreau john favreau writes everything but every time you f- he- hear them talk about it it's like favreau will be like i have this idea for this character blah blah blah, blah or this idea or f- for this concept or whatever and then you know filoni comes in and says oh yeah that would be really cool for you this character because of course he's the you know star wars encyclopedia and all, 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 all that sort of stuff so it's a character he created from rebels well-loved character one of the only sort of um, couple Mando good characters we have floating around with names, unless the Mando literally returns to home, but probably not going to happen. Uh, so that would make sense. And then Ahsoka would be with yeah. her. So it would just be like tangentially, which would make sense. Oh, I seeked out a Mandalorian, Sabine, who happened to be with an ex-Jedi. That works out really well when you're trying to find a Jedi. And then potentially Ahsoka, can and say, do a whole line of... Not a Jedi anymore, but you can go in this direction kind of thing. But then I would also ask, like, are they just setting up? Would it be a setup episode for the spin-off Sabine and Ahsoka animated show that is also being long-rumored to have already been in production and potentially could be coming, like, next year or something like that, but they just haven't announced it, so I don't know. Uh, the
1: one thing, the other thing I'll say to, as to why this probably isn't Sabine, Sasha putting Sabine, her outfit's too bland.
0: It could be underneath, like the one shot we see, she has a hoodie on, like a, a hooded cloak. You know? Yeah, so it could, it could be underneath. Probably No, no. Nah. She They're could wear. It, in Star Wars, I could <laughs> picture. I could picture, like Sasha Banks, like the way she, her, the way she plays and dresses up, like quite um, you know, flashy, blingy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, like her, yeah. her, her WWE character that works for. Uh, Sabine, someone who wears customized, painted Mandalorian gear and goes around like spray, spray tagging shit uh, 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 in, in rebels and whatever. You know, like I could see her playing and looking that character older. You know? Okay, like that's why I never ruled it out because I'm like I could see it. Um, so then I wrote here: since Amanda is looking for a Jedi this season, let's run down the Jedi who are alive and could. L- lead the Mando to them. So, obviously, Luke Skywalker is alive, but I'm going to put it at like a 0.15% chance that Luke Skywalker ever shows up in
1: the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian.
0: TV show. Very fucking surprised. But again, he is one of a couple of Jedi that we know. Lear- well,
1: if they did it, would they recast? What, was probably going to be a thing for a couple of these. Recast or DH? age?
0: Uh, I'm... See, so I'd rather them just cast someone because I'm quite okay with just being like, that's Luke Skywalker, you know, especially if yeah. there's only one episode or it's just like a throwaway line, whatever. But given how much they Disney loves using that de-aging shit, that's, I guess, the likely thing if we else ever see it.
1: It'll let the fans have Luke Skywalker come back and play the Luke Skywalker the they all
0: love. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. One they want to see. <laughs> I guess this is their pri- the yeah. prime time of Luke. Yeah. Uh, Leia Organa, of course. Yeah. We, we now know like, time-wise where Mando fits in after the Rise of Skywalker revealed that Leia was getting trained around this time. So yeah. that's a thing. I feel
1: like this is even less likely. This one's less yeah, likely.
0: very for obvious reasons, very less likely. Yeah. But again, she is one of a couple who are... Force-sensitive or Jedi, or whatever. Ahsoka Tano, of course, as I mentioned before, she's not a Jedi, but she is... what She was a Jedi. She's Force-sensitive. Um, so I mentioned Sabine, someone else who could show up because of Ahsoka, and then someone else who could help lead to potential Jedi or whatever is Harrison Dula, mm. uh, who's friends with everyone else, mentioned above, and at this point in the timeline, she would be a gen. She's just, you know... She's general in the New Republic. Just help win the, the uh, the war. I don't know. She might be on holiday. I don't know. She's running around with her son at this point. Actually, she she does have yeah. a son with uh, Kanan. So I feel like if any one of these characters has a high chest showing up, it's like if Ahsoka's in it, if Sabine's in it, you can have Hera in it. That would make sense.
1: I feel like she is pretty likely, just because she's, she seems to be in a lot of content recently.
0: Like she's in the squadrons game, squadrons recently game,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: She's been mentioned in Rogue One, yeah. It's like slowly creeping around places, yeah. She, uh, her ship, the ships in uh, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. Soka is technically Rise of Skywalker as well. She's one of the voices, the voices. Yeah. Um. So after all this, we see two X-Men chasing the Razor Crest, which. Could be, or after the opening of the trailer, because the opening of the trailer shows the Razor Crest like, really fucked up, kind of just floating through space. Uh, we then see another shot of a desert planet. Again, I'll just assume it's Tatooine. We see a short shot of Cara Dune and uh, Griff Cargo, presumably on Navarro, the planet they left them on one in the first season. I find it quite weird because, like, at the end of the season, he yep. leaves, <laughs> but then if you watch the second trailer, they have a, a line... Where he's walking out of the Razor Crest, meeting them and going, "Oh, I need your help. I'm gonna take the child somewhere." And I'm like,
1: you- "But you learned all that there yeah, you- with them." Yes.
0: <laughs> he literally got told that from the armorer. He then went on the death boat, had the whole fight, then was like, "All right, peace out, guys. I'm leaving." So then what? He he gets up in the sky and's like, "Oh fuck!" It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Does a fucking? This is a three man job. <laughs> Does a U turn, comes back down to Navarro, <laughs> is like hey, hope you missed me. They're I changed like, my mind. You was gone like 30 minutes, dude. Um, <laughs> you know, it's quite weird. I don't, I, I don't know. Anyway. We'll uh, <laughs> fucking see how that plays out. The, the trailer then heads towards a big finish with several shots of TIE fighters and what I assume are the hallways of the remaining de- Star Destroyer. Uh, the Rogue One vibes are high here with a, that prominent alarm, be- uh, alarm ring in the background. Which, of course, is from the... You can hear that in the original movies, but I always think of it from Rogue One because they, they made it so much more prominent of the, the Rogue One mm. movie and also the, the Rogue One promotional material. <laughs> uh, so then there are several shots of Scout Troopers Scout chasing the Mando uh, and then he seems like he's trapped underwater at one point. And then we see a shot of him finally taking off to the sky in what hopefully is a bit more control of his jetpack uh, compared to how he went at the end of the first season because, as we all know, he was definitely on his L plates. Uh, <laughs> barely on his elf heads, I think uh, and then the trailer finishes with a big bar moment as a character uh, says this is no place for a child to which the Mando responds wherever he goes I go the, ma- the child closes his uh, blast door on his cradle and uh, big butter boom Mando fucking blows up everyone and then there's an interesting part at the end where the final shot appears to be uh, of a Dath- Morian. Who like the Mando froze a, a a blade of some sort into uh, that definitely looks like it's a Deathmorian, which would be interesting since I, everyone will be like, oh, it's Darth Maul. That's not like it's just of course it's the same species. But we've never seen a live action Deathmorian other than Darth Maul. Like, More. we've seen other Deathmoriens in the anime series. So if you watch Clone Wars, it's like okay, cool story. Like we we know there's there's a whole planet well, of them.
1: I don't think you would think a Darth unless unless it's in the animated series because that one doesn't look like Darth Maul. Well,
0: I mean, that's like saying all Darth Mauryans have to have the same fucking horn shapes. <laughs> no,
1: but, like, like the Darth Maul obviously has, like, the face paint and everything, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Whereas that one would look very more human just with horns and shit.
0: Yeah, it's one that hasn't been fucked up by uh, witchcraft and uh, the dark yeah. side. <laughs> the key elements that involved there I guess um yeah, is there, is there anything else that stood out to you in the trailer or like key questions you've got coming into the season reckon?
1: no I guess the key question is what what's going to happen
0: I mean you've you hit the nail <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean seeing as we hear I guess the other two uh, couple of pieces of casting news that we've heard um uh, Michael Bain is coming in to play Bounty Hunter uh Timur Morrison is apparently coming back, uh, rumored to play Boba Fett, but he could be—he could be a clone, potentially a gazillion different characters.
0: He could just be playing. I'm definitely playing clone. Yeah, I think. I'd, like Rex that would make sense. Oh, Rex, yeah. if like if if Ahsoka's in it, Sabine's in it, and Rex is with them
1: is that just too much to ask you in one season
0: that's a lot for yeah. a super fan of the clone wars like me how but how, <laughs> how
1: how are we going to be able to clear, clean up the collective minds of all these uh, rebels uh, clone wars fans minds being blown yeah i know
0: i can tell you what though i, I think they already released like day and directing like it's even the 3rd or 4th episode so it's
1: the 5th episode okay,
0: cool. so it's like as soon as we get start approaching that it's like it's so weird my because of all the rumors my headlights are just I'm going to be waiting all season for that episode. Going well if they if any episode is going if to have all way. of them in it, that one's going to be the Filoni directed episode. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. uh,
1: and then also Katie Sackhoff is says she's going to reprise her role as I
0: Forgot about that. Hey? Yeah, that's yeah that does make sense. That's cool. That's awesome. That's um obviously highly noticeable because Bo- Bo-Katan had Dark Saber and. Then Clearly doesn't. Now she doesn't. <laughs> so there's lots of questions there. And and as I think I said obviously when we was talking about the, the first season, whenever the Darksaber come in and I and I talked about it, it's like out of all the li- um out of all the animated characters that you could bring in to this show, Bogatan was the one that made the most sense because A Mandalorian. B used to have the Darksaber, and c. Um, not to disperse like voice actors or whatever, but it's like again,
1: Katie Sarkoff is Katie, a notable. Yeah,
0: Katie Sackoff is a notable actor that does a lot of live action work. Um, who happened to do some voice acting work, including playing this uh, animated role. So it's like she can just she is that character. She can play that character. She she looks and can get in the arm and do that character. It's like the character that transfers from animated to live action with the the most ease out of all the. The animated characters they have ever done. So yeah, that's the one that makes the most sense.
1: Yeah. And then the other one was Tilafi Oliphant as a uh, Cobb Vanth, who apparently will be wearing Boba Fett's Mandalorian armor.
0: And Boba Fett goes to, uh, yeah, because they did, Reclaim Um, it. I can't remember exactly, but like the, the one time they've ever mentioned, like for, for anyone that cares, which I suppose if you're listening or watching to this, you have to to some degree, um, <laughs> The the one time I've ever mentioned Boba Fett in any of the canon Extended Years material was in the first Star Wars Aftermath book. They had like these little interlude chapters between the main story, and one of the little short stories was about like a bunch of basically, uh, what do you call them, like scavengers who apparently scavenged Boba Fett's armor and they were like holding it around or whatever. But they made sure to note even in that story, and this is back in. Have it, it would have been like early 2016, I think, our first half month. Probably that would have made sense, I guess. Or yeah, somewhere like there, or two thousand fifteen. Um but they made sure to note that they're like in we found the armor, but we never found a body. Like even all the way back then they they began teasing this bullshit. Yep. And I remember that that one short story was enough for like Reddit for like a solid month to be like, They never found the body. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody. What's happening? And then of course everyone's like, it, "Oh, it, he's going to be in the Force yeah. Awakens."
1: Schrodinger is Mandalorian. Yeah. That's what it is. Maybe could be. He's both dead and not dead.
0: Zombie Mandalorian. Maybe that's what we <laughs> got happening. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I, I think they'll do it. I'm. Of, of course, we're both excited for. Um, it's only a week away. Returns. Only a week away. I'm still. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I still kind of want to do a rewatch. Um, of course, I, I could do it while I'm doing other stuff, so it's, it's possible. I, I may try and make time for it. Great. But also, it's not that long. Like when you it's, think about, it's it, like
1: four hours, really. Yeah,
0: it's not like rewatching the entire first season because of that. Some episodes were like twenty minutes, some episodes were like thirty minutes. But you forget that the show wasn't doesn't have majorly long episodes. So uh, maybe I won't do that. I definitely feel like I should at least rewatch the. Finale, finale or something like that two-part yeah, two finale or something like that but looking forward to mandalorian season two kicking off of course uh friday the 30th of october and then it's a week by week release schedule i think it finishes up early december like the first or second december, december. 18th okay.
1: is the last episode
0: so but of course you will be able to check back uh and listen and or watch us talk about and react to Each episode here, uh, you can do that by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com. You can find the video version on YouTube.com slash network. Or if you'd rather just listen to our voices, of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Search for the Manda Law, L-O-R-E-I-A-N-S. Manda Law, ring ends, of course. Um, If you want to follow us on Twitter, head to ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter to find all of our Twitters there. And until... Next week, for the first episode of Season 2, we have spoken.